Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln, a screenwriting podcast. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a screenwriter in Los Angeles. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, but more importantly, a screenwriter in Los Angeles. For years, this was a podcast about politics and history, uh, featuring the perspectives of myself, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, uh, the return spirit of one of our great presidents, uh, who I was linked to for cosmic reasons we don't need to go into. But then, during the pandemic, we decided it was time to chase our dreams, and now it's a podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. And you are here for the penultimate episode. This is our second-to-last episode before we do our table read of our screenplay. Oh, I'm just I'm just getting so excited even talking about it. it uh, before we do our table read, and then we're going to be too famous to do this podcast, and then we're quitting. Um, Abe, did I leave anything out there? Absolutely not. This is the second-to-last episode. This is basically the dark night of podcasts. <laughs> the second-to-last time you're going to see us together, which means it might be the best ever, so... Yeah. Congratulations to you for listening, and I hope you'll listen to the special table read that we're having. Mm-hmm. It's going to be excellent. It's not the first screenplay we've ever written, because Tim and I pretty much were churning out screenplays left and right oh, yeah. once we committed to this. But it is the first one that is being produced and directed by the immensely talented Michael Bay. Who Heard of him? Have you heard of him? Michael Bay. The Michael Bay. The Michael Bay. So... I hope that that will get you interested. And if not, then I feel bad for you. You're deader than I am. Yeah. And um, let me just go ahead and say uh, one thing about when I I said we're about to be too famous for this podcast. I'm accurate when I say that. So go ahead and try and friend us now. Try and follow us now. We don't know if we're going to follow back, but do it now so it doesn't look like you're forced to because we're so successful and famous after our table read. This is your chance. Yeah, because then you can say, "Oh yeah, I'm friends with them," and then people, yeah. if they press you on it, you can say, "Like, you don't have to elaborate that it was just social media friends." And also, once right. we're super famous, we're probably deleting all of our accounts unless we get verified, and we can change them into like fan pages anyway. So just you know, keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, and so it being our penultimate episode, um, Abe, you have come up with a list of. Um, not concerns from our listeners. Questions, is that right? I would term these as loose ends. Okay, Basically, gotcha. ever since we announced we were wrapping up the podcast, you know, a lot of love has just been pouring in throughout the whole Lincolnverse. That's right. For the great content that we put out there and the fact that we made content and not excuses, people are just commending us left and right. So I have never been much to toot my own horn nor do i love Mm -hmm. to give in to this feeling of grandization or admiration from others at the least but i do recognize that we do have an obligation to our listeners to tie these loose ends up so that they understand where things are before we get too famous and we're unable to ever come back and resolve these um i think it's a great idea i you know, these are probably things that you and I have thought about for a while, but maybe we just haven't found time um, given our busy, successful screenwriting careers. But, you know, I'm excited. Let's do this. So we have six loose ends. And this first one, I think we've already discussed. But just to clarify, what happened to Penny, the dog that Abraham Lincoln gifted to Timothy one 
day when he encountered a loose stray animal behind a medical dumpster in an alley behind a hospital while he was fooling around with his wife, Mary Todd? It's a great question. Um, We mentioned this, the dog we had in Chicago, but on the way to Los Angeles, we dropped her off at Timothy's parents' house. That's right. And um, this was kind of a in-the-background thing that we didn't talk about um, on the show, but Minneapolis is actually, like, you know, third or fourth in terms of, like, commercial uh, commercials and, and filming. And so some people get a lot of fair, a fair amount of, like, local commercial work up there. And um, my dog got, like, seven or eight national commercials. Uh, Penny got some high-paying national commercials, and my, my parents really kind of raked in the dough on those. And they would kind of text me while I was out here in L.A., like, right at the beginning, like— you know, Penny got another commercial she's on set with, and then they'd name, like, whatever star. And then they'd be like, do you want do you want Penny to, like, bring a script of yours in her mouth and, like, present it to? And I said yes, I, you know, but it seemed like that never happened. But, um, you know, Penny's getting old now. Penny's getting up there. Um, and but the, yeah, shelf, my, the shelf life for Hollywood dogs is not right. long. Um. But yeah, so I I had a strained relationship for a few years with Penny where I just felt like my parents were rubbing Penny's success in my face and I couldn't really handle it. It was difficult too because when we dropped Penny off, first off, your parents wanted to discuss all the credit card charges that we'd racked up on their bill right. over years. The fact that we had two cell phones on their family plan. Did you, they were like, did you get, didn't you get married at one point? What happened there? What went on with that? Oh yeah, that actually wasn't on the list here, but <laughs> listeners probably should have asked about that. It's, it's okay. Anyway, so the, your parents were less than enthused to adopt Penny, but now it seems like they're so proud of all the success she has. We, uh, we've heard that they have pictures of her all over the house. And then she yep. has like a whole bedroom to herself where they yep. just keep all of the pictures of her on set, well, all of her trophies. It's my room. It's Abe, it's my room. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a- anyhow, yeah. um that's where Penny is these days. She's yeah, so you don't spot. you don't have to worry about Penny. Penny's doing fine. I don't respect her art or her process. Um and I th- you know, I just think it's bullshit, but I'm excited for her and her all her success. <laughs> success. Okay, next next uh, loose end. Whatever happened to the rap album that Abraham Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson were going to record that Timothy was going to produce? Mm. Watch the Oval, I think I coined it. Uh, take it away, Abe. So we recorded a couple tracks, and Timothy told us that they were problematic. We shared them with some friends who have different experiences than than Abraham Lincoln and John Rush Jefferson had, basically. And they agreed with Timothy that they were problematic and that they weren't... What what did... uh, uh, They said they weren't good. So we didn't end up releasing them. Mm -hmm. We went back to the drawing board, and then I moved to Los Angeles. I got to really focus on screenwriting, and I think that really strained the relationship with Thomas Jefferson. And I just want to say now that I'm about to be super successful, famous screenwriter to Thomas Jefferson, I just want you to know that you know I had time to think about it, and I've been able to reflect 
meditate, pray, otherwise contemplate at the situation. And now looking back with all this hindsight, if I could do it again, I would do it exactly the same way. Aww. You know, I remember giving you notes on, on the album when I first heard it, and I stand by my note it was problematic. But I do remember you had an ironclad defense, which is that we're just rapping about things we actually did in history. And I said, yeah, but that's that's the problem. It's problematic. People don't want to remember you guys did this stuff. So. Well, we were trying to do our own kind of Hamilton thing, and then we were also trying to do, like, I don't know, actually good rap, unlike Hamilton. So... It was just kind of, it was never going to work. I don't, I don't think that's a popular opinion, but yeah, okay. Oh, that Hamilton's not any good? Yeah, that's not a popular, it's kind of widely regarded as good. Interesting. Well, so, you know what else was widely regarded as good at first? What, Abe? Slavery. Okay, let's go to the next question. <laughs> Why was Alec Plant kicked out of the Illinois Volunteer Militia? Oh, um... Good question. I think it was, if I'm remembering correctly, this was like early 2020, and Alec was there at the Capitol, um, not to riot, but he was just there. Um, I think he was, he, he got into cooking at the time, and he had a little food stand right next to the Capitol, and he was selling like hot dogs and burgers and stuff like that. And He got really um, into cooking. He was making hot dogs. <laughs> but they were like trendy hot dogs. The, uh, and like, you know, he got arrested and the judge, you know, the, he got cleared of all charges, but it, I think he just brought down too much heat under the Illinois, um, militia and, um, just decided to cut ties. But yeah, so he was, he, he was at January 6th, but he was not, he was not doing anything. Yeah. In fact, the whole militia actually had to dissolve. He brought so much heat onto them. Right. And they reformed without him and they got a different name. So he is now... At large. Yeah. And speaking of, the next question here is Tim still carrying around the gun that Alec Plant gave him? Uh yes, that's right. Um so Alec gave me a firearm um because he knew we were moving to LA and he said, My man, you're gonna need this. And I didn't like that like the implication. I didn't like that he thought I was gonna need it. Um but once I put on my Sentinel costume, that's the superhero in our um, uh, screenplay that's the co-lead of the movie that I made this costume for just to, I'll, I'll be honest, sell myself as an actor in case um, I get the chance to audition for it. Uh, and I've been wearing this costume around, you know, six six out of seven days, 24 hours a day. Um, and it had this holster and the gun just fit perfectly in there. I've just been wearing it around. And sometimes, you know, like I'll see a cop car, I'll dart down an alley so they don't see the gun. Because it's you know, it becomes a whole thing. But yeah, still carrying the gun around. Still like doing, I'm learning like gun trips, I'm, tricks. I'm like flipping around in my hand and stuff. It. One thing I feel like I should have asked Alec is, um, it, is looks it? Like it's, it looks like it's loaded. I, I just don't know if it's blanks or armor piercing or you know standard rounds yeah we actually don't know if it's loaded or not i, I was about to add that as well oh it, buddy it's loaded i i it just i tried taking the bullets out but the weight isn't right and i really want the weight to be right so right you said that when we were trying to write a scene once you were like well i think the reason we're having trouble writing this final confrontation scene is because we actually don't know 
what a gun feels like in our hands. And I said, I don't think that's the reason, but you insisted that was the source of a writer's block. So you started doing your, your gun tricks, you're swirling it around and stuff. And then you got distracted and we didn't end up finishing that scene, but we still have the gun. Right. But I think I was through all my research. I was able to add, add, um, the gun is heavy to, I think the, the like, uh, like directions in the, in the text. So that felt like a good contribution. Yeah. Yeah. Some realism never hurts. Even when you write fantasy, like we do. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, two more questions. The last question, ugh, this question's so long. Uh, I guess I'm just going to read it. Yeah. So back in 2020, before the presidential election, you all had an arc where Abraham was summoned by a deity who reminded him that his ultimate mission was to make Timothy Robert Dunn the next president of the United States. The reason that your soul became intertwined with Timothy in the first place was supposed to be that you would lift him out of obscurity and into the White House so that he could unite this. I don't know about obscurity, but keep going. Out of obscurity and into the White House so that he could unite this nation. The whole point of your cosmic destiny was that as someone who previously reunited the country when it was as divided as it had ever been, now it was your turn to teach someone else to do the same so that we might heal and bind up our wounds. However, you kind of just rushed through that a little bit put Timothy on the ballot somewhat and then glossed over it when Timothy wasn't elected. There Mm -hmm. were also apparently supposed to be consequences to your inaction. There were supposed to be consequences to your inaction, meaning that if Timothy did not get elected president, something bad was supposed to happen to Abraham Lincoln, but nothing ever happened. What was that all about? Was that just for nothing? Was it a big waste of time like the whole time Tim almost married a North Korean spy? Okay. Lots to unpack there, but the gist is, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. No big deal. All right, final question. Will Lisa be attending the big table read? <laughs> uh, you know, Lisa and I have had such a back and forth, a will they, won't they, uh, a Jim and Pam, Sam and Diane relationship for so long. Kind of makes me want to tease it out to you all. (laughs) Will she be there? Probably. You know why? Crazy about each other. Crazy about each other. So, if I had to put money on it, I think Lisa will be there. Abe, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, so the last time we talked, you've been texting Lisa, and she she said she might be around because she moved to L.A. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And then, and I said for me, and she said no, not for you. Right. Yeah. She said she might come. And then last I heard, you've been sending her a bunch of pictures of yourself in the Sentinel costume, and she wasn't replying. Uh, yes, I've I've been sending her pictures of me in costume, saying, um, "Hop on this rocket ship before it takes off," because um, I'm going to the stars, baby. Um, it's really the captions that you've been adding that I think she ought to appreciate more than the pictures themselves. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, it's tough. Cause like, I want to like, I want to like, um, pull up, pull up like the torso and like show off some stomach muscles. But like, it's, it's a, you're once you're in the Sentinel costume, you're in, you have to like have someone help you. You've helped me get out of the Sentinel costume before, you know what it's like. 
Um, but yeah, I've been texting. Uh, I think she's been pretty pretty receptive to those texts. Not in the sense of getting back to me, but just I, I imagine she's enjoyed them. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I think she's going to be there. Well, there it is, folks. The big tease, the big reveal. The big tease and the big reveal. And those are all the ends that were loose, but now they've been tied up so nicely so we can finally yeah. leave this dump of a podcast and move on to the great... <laughs> success we're about to enjoy listen i you know we're joking around but I, I have had a good time with this podcast does it pale in comparison to the success you and i are going to have in the very near future yes this is nothing this is trash yeah i will say that at first it was nice when we got like um emails from listeners or people say they liked the podcast or thought it was a great idea for a podcast or mm-hmm. like even time that one website wrote up a really positive review for us timothy what was that website yeah. called again could not possibly remember <laughs> some random website we just googled yeah. our, our our podcast wrote like a glowing 500 word review on the yeah, on the very sweet we should actually probably look up who that was we'll post it um we'll post it to our social media accounts that we're not going to be posting too much longer yeah anyway even when that happened that was that was nice but it pales in comparison to just hanging out with michael bay and it makes me just kind of feel like this whole podcast is kind of trash well so. well let me say this i got an email from woller uh jow j-a-o-e woller jow um you know it's our last email we've ever gotten and um i just want to share it with you okay hi i came across your website and noticed that your website is not ranking as well as it could be for certain keywords that i assume you're targeting particularly in your local area with your permission i would like to send you an audit report showing you where you're currently ranking amongst your competitors would that be okay if so i can send report to you sometime this week we would like to set up a brief phone call to discuss this in detail can you let us know the best number to reach you best regards woller jow so Woller, thank you for listening. That's uh, that's very sweet. Um, you know, it's it's just nice to when you make something that someone is out there listening to it. Yeah, it really means nothing to us, honestly, though, because now we're we're getting paid and we're gonna be famous. So yeah, thanks. So, I guess. So how how about check your certain keywords words uh, next you know next month because uh, we're gonna be those keywords. Let's just say that. I think also we don't need your help because once this movie is on fx and there's fx yeah. streaming app they'll be yeah. able to do this uh these algorithmic algorithmic data marketing as it is so right anyway well that's it for us i think that's it next week it's the final episode of 15 minutes with lincoln it's wild to think about abe i'm gonna save my goodbyes for next week but know that it has been an honor do listen it's an honor this episode it's been an honor every episode the president of the podcaster. <laughs> Folks, we're done taking emails. Um, you don't need to rate, review, and subscribe. Just join us next week for the table read of our screenplay. Uh, we'll see you for the final time next week here on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Bye, everybody. Bye.